Hey, Mark here, and I'm calling in before today's episode with a little favour to ask, if I may, please. You see, today I'm changing the format of the Podcast Accelerator. I'm trialling a longer form deep dive episode, real specific actionable takeaways, and introducing my recommended podcast tool of the week. Now, the format is ever so slightly different. It is a little bit longer, and during this episode, which is a huge, deep dive, massive piece of free podcast education. During this episode, I'm going to break off for about 90 seconds to recommend a podcasting tool that I think will help you. And at the end, stick around because there's a new section at the end, which is three actionable takeaways that you can implement today based on today's deep dive. So let me know what you think of this new format, please. That's the favour that I'm asking. You can do that on Twitter, at Mr. Asquith. And you can get the written version of this over on my Twitter profile as well. Once again, that's at Mr. Asquith. And enjoy this episode of the Podcast Accelerator. Podcasting technology can seem overwhelming, but it rarely is once you know how to use it. Here today, I'm going to give you three creative and actionable ways that you can instantly start to use dynamic ad and content insertion to enhance your podcast right now. This is, of course, the Podcast Accelerator. I'm your host, Mark Asquith, the founder, the co-founder, I don't want to do Kieran a dirty on that, I'm the co-founder of Captivate.fm, the only podcast hosting platform that continually innovates in a genuine manner to bring you high-quality growth opportunities. If you're wondering what I'm talking about, then look no further than our YouTube channel. Search for Captivate Podcasting on YouTube and look at some of the releases that we put out. No one else on the planet is helping podcasters as much as Captivate. And if you've hit a growth plateau, if you've gone through that launch phase and you thought, hmm, my free host isn't really helping me anymore, maybe it's time to look at something a little more serious and Captivate is the perfect place for that. So go and check it out on YouTube, Captivate Podcasting. Now, like I said, I am going to talk about dynamic content and I'm going to talk about three actionable dynamic content insertion ideas to enhance your podcast right away. I'm going to give you three actionable tips and I'm going to give you my recommended podcasting tool of the week, which is actually something that is part of Captivate, but it's a real specific thing. It's a real specific tool that not many other... In fact, I can't think of anyone else that does it. I think there may be one other host that does this, but certainly not like Captivate. So I'm going to talk about all of that in just one second. But before I do, just a quick shout out to the team at Aweber, the sponsors, of course, of the Podcast Accelerator. I've been working with Aweber for my email marketing for such a long time, and I do believe email marketing is still without a shadow of the doubt, the best way to build genuine long-term relationships and to start to monetize your audience. So go and just try it for free, all right? There's no credit card required. You know, there's no pressure. Go and build an email list and look at the results that you get at mark.live slash email. So I'm going to give you three actionable dynamic content ideas to get started with today, all right? To take advantage of some of these real high-quality tools to help your growth. But first, what is dynamic content insertion or dynamic ad insertion. As a serious independent podcast creator, it's really important that you have a full toolkit available to you to help you to grow your podcast audience and to monetize your show on multiple shows in diverse ways. And 
There are so many options available to you, the audio influencer and podcast creators, that it can be really hard to figure out which of those options to incorporate into your monetization strategy. But inevitably, the subject of sponsors and ads and ad partners will inevitably, inevitably present itself, and usually sooner rather than later. And dynamic ad insertion, dynamic content insertion, will it will enter the mix. It will enter your psyche very, very quickly. And in short, dynamic ad insertion, or DAI, or dynamic content insertion, DCI, is the process of recording your audio, just like I'm doing now. I'm publishing that episode as normal. And then marking areas within that episode where advertising or other content will be inserted by a piece of software, such as Captivate, after the episode has been published usually with ever-changing parameters like timings and different types of content to suit different things, hence the dynamic part of the acronym. In fact, you'll have heard me talk about the newsletter right at the beginning of the audio. That's dynamic. In a while, I'm going to talk to you about my recommended podcasting tool of the week. I've, I've not recorded that as part of this episode. It's got music underneath it. You'll hear that. That's dynamically inserted. I didn't record that as part of this episode. I didn't edit it in. It's dynamically inserted by Captivate. All of my recommended tools are inserted by Captivate across my back catalogue. So that's dynamic ad insertion, all right? It's content that's recorded elsewhere, either by an ad partner or by you, and where you basically tell something like Captivate to say, hey, look, at this point in my audio, dynamically insert something, stick this thing in, okay? And... That leads to the next piece of the puzzle, which is dynamic ad insertion versus what we call baked in ads. Because to better understand dynamic ad insertion, we've got a first look at its opposite number, those baked in ads. Now, baked in refers to the practice of advertisements or content being read out by the podcast creator during the recording of an episode, just like that Aweber read. You know what I did earlier on? I told you about Aweber. That's a baked in advertisement. That is me. I recorded that as I'm recording this. Okay. I said it as part of the intro that's baked in. And once published, these advertisements are baked in, like I said, parts of the audio and removing or replacing them often can involve re-recording or re-editing the entire piece of content. I'm going to talk to you about that later because it doesn't always have to be like that. There are better ways to do it. Because that re-recording, that re-editing, look, it's a time-consuming process and it's usually too cumbersome to achieve. It hinders your monetization and and it just makes it difficult to kind of monetize your back catalog when you've got all these ads that you've read out. So I am, I'm going to give you an option for that later because there is a way around that, an easier way to do that. So let me talk to you about an example for these baked in ads. So uh, an example of this might be a podcaster might secure a deal with a local or niche sponsor, similar to me with Aweber and they partner with them on say four episodes and the podcaster will sell them a pre-roll and a mid-roll ad slot per episode. Now I'm going to talk to you about what pre-roll and mid-roll is in a second. And the podcaster then goes on to agree a script. Okay. You, you, you know, Mr. or Mrs. Advertiser will go ahead and say, here's the script or here's what we want to promote on your podcast. Let's agree a script and here's what the call to action is. And as the podcaster records their episode, like I said earlier, they'll read the script or they'll, you know, I, I don't necessarily have a script for Aweber because I've been doing it that long, but they'll, 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 they'll talk about Aweber at relevant places or the sponsor that they've got. And then they go ahead and they publish that episode as normal to captivate. And like I said, that audio is baked in to the content. It's, edit, it's, it's in there. I sort of can't get it out, if you like, without re-editing the audio. 
as I said, I'm going to tell, I'm going to tell you about something that'll help with that later. Now, that is a really common way that serious indie producers like you make money. That they're leveraging their audio influence to close a deal with a local or a niche sponsor and then offering a host-read advert or multiple adverts, like I said, you know, pre-roll, mid-roll and so on, inside their content. Where dynamic ad insertion or dynamic content insertion gives you the opportunity to achieve the same outcome. So you, here is an ad in my content, but also opens the door to bigger and wider opportunities because you can easily swap those content pieces out and those advertisements out. So what about pre-roll? What about mid-roll and post-roll? You know, what, what, what's all this jargon, Marco? Well, ads are usually sold in slots and a slot is just a location within your episode that an ad will appear. It's a timestamp, essentially. And there are three types of ad location that you might hear about in podcast advertising. Those three types are as follows. Pre-roll, mid-roll, and post-roll. Pre-roll, mid-roll, and post-roll. Pre-roll is where ads are placed before your episode content begins and before any audio from your episode is played. That's a very strict definition of pre-roll. People also call pre-roll, um, I suppose, a little bit like my Aweber, where it's it's sort of in the content. Arguably, it's in the content, but it's before the meat of the content. So just bear that in mind as well. Okay, so pre-roll is before the content. And mid-roll, or as we call them at Captivate, mid-roll in content ads are interspersed within your content. So mid-roll is an advert or another piece of content that's inserted during your main content. A good example of this is my recommended podcasting tool of the week, which I'm going to talk to you about a little later. That is a, that's a, essentially a mid-roll. And post-roll is sort of the opposite number of pre-roll, where ads or other content are placed after your episode content has finished. It's like the end credits, if you like, after the credits, post-credits, okay? And I know there's a little flexibility in these terms that you might come across as well. Like I said earlier, for example... A true pre-roll plays before any other content, right at the beginning. But for a podcaster who sells ads themselves and reads them out, like I did with, with, with Aweber, either baking them in or dynamically inserting them, they may class an ad within the first few minutes as a pre-roll because it comes before the main content of the episode. And the same goes for post-roll, where you know a true post-roll plays after all of the other content has finished, a podcaster who sold a post-roll ad to a sponsor directly and, you know, you've negotiated a deal, might class an ad after their content, but before their outro, so sort of before they genuinely finish, they might class that as a post-roll. There's no right or wrong, okay? That's the important thing to remember here. You know, we don't have to all be purists. You know, we can get over that. There is no right or wrong and no need to worry about that jargon too much. You will work with sponsors and ad partners to make sure that the ads and the content fit, all right? That's what it's about, finding the fit. Now, speaking of jargon and speaking of sort of, uh, you know, terminology, there's one more acronym that you need to know. And that acronym is this CPM, C-P-M. This stands for cost per meal and meal, M-I-L-L-E means thousand. So let's just break that down into human terms. That really boils down to cost per thousand. And in podcasting, this means the amount of money someone will pay you to advertise on your podcast per one thousand downloads of each episode within 28 days of release. And do make a note that sponsors are usually not interested in cumulative monthly downloads unless you're selling your back catalogue. Just bear that in mind. Again, we'll, we'll cover that in another session. But let's use an example here to illustrate CPM. 
Your podcast receives, for argument's sake, 5,000 downloads per episode within the first 28 days of release. And a sponsor is willing to pay $30 CPM, which is a reasonably average rate. Okay, that's not low, it's not high, it's about average. So let's break that down further. A sponsor is thus willing to pay you $30 for every 1,000 downloads that your episode gets per ad slot. And you've got one ad slot in your episode. So that advertiser at 5,000 downloads will pay you $150 per episode. That's $30 multiplied by five because, of course, it's per thousand. You'll then, you know, probably give a little to the ad partners as a commission. So, you know, if you if you work with an agency or whatever, and you'll make an all right sum, you know, it's going to cover your costs, it'll cover your hosting, help with a VA and your editing and so on. And that is how CPM works. All right. You can, you can do other types of advertising, by the way, you can do fixed price advertising. Okay. That's fine. And, and fixed price advertising is something that I've talked about in a little bit of depth in the past because it's something that you can, you can, you can negotiate. All right. I'm not going to spend too much time on it here, but there, there are options with that. And I have got more content. Number one in the past about that. And number two coming up about that as well. So back to CPM, I just want you to remember this as well. Average CPM rates vary so much in podcasting and change so frequently. And I've used that 30 bucks CPM, 30 bucks per thousand downloads. Honestly, a, a really realistic example. Also, take note as well that not all advertisers pay the same rates, nor are ad locations valued the same, e.g., a, a, a pre-roll before the content is usually more expensive than a post-roll after the content. And in turn, a mid-roll is usually more expensive than a post-roll, but a little bit cheaper than a pre-roll because it's all about the, the, the likelihood of the listener hearing that ad. Now, ad partner advertisements and even ad agency partners are priced like this. But like I said, if you're selling your own advertisements, you don't always have to stick to that method of valuing your audience. I'm going to talk about that. Many serious indie podcasters like you understand their value as audio influencers in a really tight niche and sell their sponsor slots on a fixed price basis, regardless of downloads. So an example of that would be that you'd like to generate 500 bucks per episode and offer two ad slots, maybe a pre-roll and maybe a mid-roll. So you decide to find a direct sponsor, someone that works directly with you, and just fixed price, sell each slot at 250 bucks, regardless of the number of downloads you receive per episode. And that works. That's also really common for podcasters with smaller numbers, but who have got a really loyal and passionate niche audience. It works really well. Honestly, so many podcasters do that. I do that. So the reason I'm telling you this is because I don't want you to be put off by the download numbers required to make CPMs work for you. They don't have to be the only way that you make money with your podcast. All right. CPMs don't have to be the only way. I don't want you to be put off by the fact that oh, I've only got, you know, quote unquote, only got 200 downloads an episode. CPM isn't going to work for me. Well, it's yeah, of course it's not. But that doesn't mean that you can't monetize really effectively and really profitably. It does work, okay? So let, let's get back to, to dynamic ad insertion, all right? And then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just dig in a little bit more to where ads come from. Then I'm going to tell you my recommended podcasting tool of the week. Then I'm going to give you three deep dive actionable things that you can do today to use dynamic content. So the last piece of this puzzle is where do dynamic ads come from? Well, 
they can come from three places. They can come from you, they can come from someone else, and they can come from an ad partner. The first of those, you, your own dynamic content. You know, you record ads yourself or other content. Remember, dynamic content and dynamic ads, they don't just have to be adverts. They can be like my recommended podcasting tool. And they can be like the other things from the three tips that I'm going to give you in a while. They don't have to be ads, but you can record ads yourself and you can upload them to Captivate and then you choose where to dynamically insert them into your episodes. And this is really great for when you secure your own sponsorship work or you work with an ad agency to find direct sponsors. And that sponsor wants you to produce the advert. And this can still be called what we call a host read because you are doing the read. You are, you, you are the one that's reading the advert. And it can also be used to promote other things like your own products, your own services, or your other content. Again, we'll get into that later. And remember, you can do more with ads as well. You can put them in current episodes and future episodes. With Captivate, you can even put them through your entire back catalog with just a few clicks. So that's the first place that ads come from is you. The second place is, well, from someone else where you may find and close your own sponsor. Let's say you work with a local sponsor and you close that deal and the sponsor might say, hey, look, we'll record and we'll produce the audio for the ads because we can do something pretty nifty or pretty cool or we just want to do it. We've got our own podcast or our own, you know, whatever, our own space or we just want to control the content a little bit more. That's fine. They'll send you the audio files. You upload them to Captivate and then you just dynamically insert them into your own episode. So it's similar to you when you record your own adverts, but you are receiving the MP3 files from other people. Totally fine. Works really well. And the third place that dynamic ads can come from is from an ad partner. And this can get a little complicated, but in its most simple form, a hosting company like Captivate will integrate with an ad partner such as DAX, the digital ad exchange from Global. And ad partners like DAX work with thousands of brands, thousands of companies, and thousands of products that want to advertise on podcasts. And what you can do is you can choose to insert a location into your episode and say, look, find me an ad from a company that matches these parameters or the ad company can say, does your podcast fit these parameters? And an ad will be matched to that slot. And then you'll receive revenue from that on a CPM basis, cost per thousand downloads basis. That's the third place. That is a little bit more complex. And I'll go into that again in another session. And there'll be a lot of content from Captivate on that opportunity as well. But that's the third place, like I said. You could also, with dynamic content insertion, build campaigns and specific parameters. You know, use your own parameters, types of ad, dates to run the ads for, and any financial settings. We'll get into that later. And, and that gives you that sort of sense of dynamism with your podcast monetization. It genuinely becomes dynamic when you start to set parameters. So the last question that I'm going to answer for you, because I know it comes up a lot before I get into the big, deep three things that you can use dynamic content insertion for right now. Before I tell you that, the last question I want to address is how many ads can you have in one episode? Well, you can have as many as you like, and you can choose whether each slot inserts an ad that you have uploaded yourself or is an ad that comes from an ad partner like Dax. Ads can be chained together to follow on from each other, or in the case of mid-roll, remember, in content, mid-roll is in content. You can insert those at various points throughout your episode. You could have essentially two ad breaks. If you've got like a two-hour episode or a one-hour episode, it might be appropriate to have two ad breaks in there as opposed to, you know, my length of episode. I don't know what this is going to run at, 26, 27 minutes, I guess. I can probably only get away with one, you know, so just be mindful. Because that's the important thing to remember. When it comes to advertisements in your podcast, 
your job is to create an enjoyable audio experience for your listeners. Too many adverts and even really badly placed ads, we've all had that, they can really detract from that listener experience and, and it can really put people off. So really try and be wise with your use of dynamic ad and content insertion. And hey, why not get creative with some amazing technology I'm going to tell you about using Captivate's Amy audio monetization and integration tech to insert other types of content, such as the things that I'm going to tell you about in just a second. I'm going to give you three actionable things that you can use dynamic content insertion for right away. I'm going to give you that in just a second, but I'm going to tell you about my recommended podcasting tool of the week. And this has been inserted dynamically. I've not read this out as I'm recording. Okay. So remember this recommended podcasting tool of the week has been inserted dynamically using Captivate. Dynamic ad and dynamic content insertion are usually thought of when creating brand new content and are typically used for inserting content at the beginning, middle and end of your podcast episodes. But what if you have content that you baked in to your episode, i.e. that you literally read and recorded as you created the content that you'd like to replace? Content such as old sponsor ad reads, out-of-date messages and calls to action can lead to a really poor listener experience because it's rare that a new listener doesn't explore your back catalogue of content. It used to be exceptionally hard to replace any of that out-of-date content, often requiring the re-recording and the republishing of your podcast episode audio file, which meant that it simply wouldn't get done. Using Captivate's audio content painter tool, part of the Amy suite of dynamic podcasting tools, makes replacing old content that was recorded during your episodes a breeze. Simply paint the audio that you'd like to replace using Captivate's simple and highly accurate audio painter and choose a brand new snippet of audio to replace that segment with. It doesn't even need to be the same length. This is especially powerful when you use it in bulk across your entire back catalogue and makes it easy to open up sponsorship opportunities for your podcast's whole episode inventory. This is brought to you by Captivate, the world's only growth-oriented podcast hosting platform, and it's free with every single plan. Try it at Captivate.fm. How did you like that dynamically inserted content? And you can benefit from that too. Let me give you three actionable ideas that you can use right away to start enhancing your show and build your audience using dynamic content insertion. Actionable idea number one, add some content zingers to keep listeners more engaged and tease them. Because look, attention is at a premium today and listeners rarely listen all the way through to the end of a podcast episode. A fun and interesting way to stoke listeners into sticking around for as long as possible is to add bonus content in and around your episodes and then to tell listeners that there's something waiting for them elsewhere in the episode. A great example of this might be a question of the week where a listener tweets you the answer and where you give them a shout out during the next episode. 
great way to boost interactions. And during that shout out, you applaud everyone that got it right. You say, hey, well done to John and to Louise and such and such for getting it right, getting the question right last week. Or maybe letting them know that you'll send some merch, like some stickers or whatever, out to them. It's a great way to build interaction. But you place the question, the question that they have to answer, you place that in a post roll. Remember a post roll, that's after your main content. And you use your pre-roll, which is before your main content, and your mid-roll, which is inside your content, to insert content that tells the listener, hey, wait until the end of this episode because there's some bonus content and a question that gives you the chance to win something. I know that sounds really simple, but it's really effective and it adds a layer of interactivity to your podcast that keeps it fresh, but also that doesn't add much to your overall workflow. You just record those little bits as you record in your episode. And another idea is to take an audio snippet of your most recent episode and to maybe dynamically insert that as a trailer at the start, the middle or the end of your previous episode in order to keep people aware of the other content in your library or vice versa. You know, you could insert a trailer for your last episode into the current content. Hey, you could even do this through your back catalogue using Captivate to add new content to all episodes. Which leads me to actionable idea number two. Add new, time-sensitive content to old episodes to keep them fresh and to push listeners to your back catalogue. When you publish a new episode, you're going to see an inevitable spike in downloads, aren't you, on the same day as your episode is delivered to your audience. But what does a listener do after they finish listening to your current episode? And when they're in the mood for more of you, well, they scroll and browse your older episodes, looking for something that piques their interest. The problem with that is that often your older content is out of date in potentially more ways than one. Whether that's old sponsor messages, seasonal content, or content that just needs an upgrade because of the natural progress of your subject matter, it doesn't matter. It can still be out of date. A listener coming across your show for the first time might understand that your back catalogue isn't current and be fine. Or they might not. They might seek the same subject matter elsewhere. If they find that your take on the subject is out of date or just become a listener of your new episodes, but never quite deep dive into the back catalogue of the brand because they feel detached from your previous audio content, it happens. So dynamic content insertion is a really powerful way to help to overcome this. Consider how can you either replace... Audio that needs updating using something like an audio content painter, which you can use to captivate, paint over old information to re essentially re-edit your audio dynamically. Or how can you preface, how can you put a preface onto the front of your episodes with any out-of-date content just to say, look, in a pre-roll, hey, look, this episode was recorded a few years ago. A couple of the details are a little bit out-of-date, but the concept is the same. How can you do that? Can you, can you, can you keep that relevant? And here's an extra tip on this. Use your podcast host's analytics to determine which episodes from your back catalogue are listened to the most and update those first if they need it. And last but not least, actionable tip number three. Use pre and post post roll to add your intro and your outro automatically. This is a bit of an editing hack. Use pre and post rolls to add your intro and outro automatically. This is for the lazy editors amongst us. Hands up, that's me. And it makes life a lot easier if you're a busy podcaster who wants to focus on content creation and marketing more than editing. It's easy to record and then set up a default pre and post roll that is automatically added 
to all of your new podcast episodes using dynamic insertion. So why not use that to automatically add your intro and outro? I mean, sure, you're not going to get quite the same flexibility as you would with a little editing and things like crossfades into your content won't be as doable, but you can get creative with it. You can record your natural vocal intro and your natural vocal outro with a music bed underneath it. That's easy. If you design your intros and outros well enough that they've got a conscious and well-structured hard finish for your intro and a hard start for your outro, you can easily get to a point where all you need to do is upload the main content of each episode to your hosting provider like Captivate and just hit publish. I know it's a hack, but that's fine. That's great. It works and it works really well. It's super simple to set up. So why not try it if you're becoming a little tight on time when producing your podcast? Of course, this is not an exhaustive list of what you can do with dynamic content insertion, but here at Captivate, we're making things very, very easy. Get creative. Reach out to me on Twitter, mark.live slash Twitter. How are you using dynamic content insertion? Or do you want some more ideas? Let me know on Twitter, mark.live slash Twitter. Until the next time, thank you for listening. Much love, stay safe, and please keep on captivating.